everyone, welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Probably. Yeah. Apparently. Worth a shot. Worth a shot. We're not terrible. If you like uh, hearing about things to watch or read or stuff or not, we're good half of the weeks. And then if you like to know, keep up with what's going on in the world, Mm -hmm. those are things. You know, I heard a guy at a brewery go, hey, did you see that new Spider-Man movie? Like, and he said it in such a way that it's like, like casual people Mm -hmm. who don't know that... (laughs) <laughs> movies are coming out until oh boy they're out. oh boy he didn't know what he was in for did he and then like there's us who are keeping track of movies that are coming out in 2024 so if you yeah. want to know what movies are coming out and build the hype keep on keep up with it uh tell your friends and listen to our news episodes yeah mission impossible 8's coming out in 2024 and is it really i think so oh wait oh yeah that's I think seven, seven is next eight. year and then yeah. eight is the year after that because they're the, filming simultaneously. You know, good old part one, two bullshit. Yeah. It still hasn't ended yet. Are they going to finally kill off Ethan Hunt at the end of this one? Probably not. Yeah. You know what? They're probably going to like send him into a machine that's going to make a clone of him and it's going to be like a really weird like digital version of him. Like they're going to be an mm. in-world version for it to be a really like uncanny valley okay. AI version of younger Tom Cruise. Yeah. And so then they can do that for Mission Impossible's mm-hmm. 9 through ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Evermore. Uh, Matt, what's <laughs> been going on? Oh, some things we should. We got a couple of trailers this week. News we cycle is starting to ramp back up as we yeah. get into our, our spring movies here and our summer movies. Yeah. Starting to get some some stuff there. Uh, we got a trailer for Lightyear, the yes. upcoming Pixar project, which about is about the guy who the toy in the Toy Story movies is based on. Yep. What year is it in the Toy Story movies? Uh I think we're just meant to take it as whatever year the movie actually came out. So the first ones are in the late 90s and uh, early aughts. And then more what recent year ones are... is Lightyear set in? Uh, 2247 or something. <laughs> I uh... So I have either 700 small questions or one very large question. <laughs> Why don't you ask each and every one of those 700 small questions bit by bit? Uh, no, I don't actually have those. I have one big question. Is that still the premise? Uh, I think they're playing a little fast and loose with the canon. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's possible that this is like a movie or TV show set within the Toy Story world itself. That's right. I remember hearing that theory Um, from somebody. Maybe you. Yeah. Maybe that's what I mean, they said it was. Yeah. I mean, Toy Story 2 <laughs> opens with like a five minute cold open that turns out to just be a Buzz Lightyear video game that the characters yeah. are playing. This could just be a feature length movie that the Toy Story characters are watching. Yeah. And then it pans out at the end to the TV and all the toys are sitting in front of it. And then it cuts to Buzz and Woody will return or something. And then we get Toy Story 5. And What if it's like Buzz Lightyear falls into a portal and you see the guys from Onward are like, oh shit. <sighs> and then whatever. I don't know. Maybe like. Maybe this is the one that ties all of the Pixar movies together and they mm-hmm. use all of the magic. This is Pixar, right? Yeah. yeah. Pixar. Like all of the magic from all of the Pixar movies. And Ooh. Get the, the CPU going on over here. Yeah. Cinematic Pixar universe. C- C- CPU. Good old. <laughs> yep. And then we get every once in a while little uh, emotions from uh, 
Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. and Fear is the leader. Oh, that would be great. Oh. What if it was like Buzz Lightyear's like the massive brave one, but it's like the fear guy is the one that's like leading everything. <laughs> he's like, I, I will like not it. be afraid. Uh, That'd be great. I spent anyway. most of the second half of that trying to figure out a, a way to make it an ICUP joke. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Intergalactic inter- Cinematic International Cinematic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. That's what we're calling it. We've coined the menu and we've coined the (laughs) iCup. How do you spell iCup? I don't want to spell it. (laughs) Uh, That was really funny when I was like eight. That's honestly still mildly funny when I'm 26. Yep. You're not 26 yet. I'm 26 now. Happy few days late birthday. Thank you. That's a news. Yeah. I I got a year older. Yeah, you did. Boy, did I. Sucks. It shows, dude. I know. Look at those crow's feet. Yeah, hair's falling out. Those happen on women or on men? You're not a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Do crow's feet happen on men? Probably. I bet they do. Doesn't matter. Anyway, are you excited for Lightyear? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, the first sort of teaser, I was like, okay, I see nothing here to particularly offend my sensibilities. This trailer, I see a lot that I genuinely like and I think is very interesting to me. So it looks like they're kind of doing The Martian, but a little more sci-fi-y mm-hmm. and also a little more Pixar-y. Yeah. And I love it. The Martian is a really satisfying story because it's about, you know, just like problem solving your way out of the situation and, you know, kind of stay positive. You can get some good little messages in there for the kiddies and mm-hmm. you can tell a really compelling story. But then you throw in some fun sci-fi action and you get some callbacks to Evil Emperor Zerg and, yep. oh my gosh, there's so much they can do with this. I did not i was not expecting to be as excited for this movie as i was after watching that trailer okay i am it looks like it's gonna be a lot of sparkle and not a lot of depth okay which is really dis. if that were true if that is mm-hmm. going to be the case mm-hmm. is really disappointing coming from pixar okay because uh, it Fair. does look like they're gonna spend a lot of time trying to make it like the fun martian blah 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 uh, yeah just a star wars meets martian sci-fi action movie but coming so soon after soul Mm -hmm. where i genuinely felt there was so much soul put into that movie Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm a little worried like is this pg-13 no pg okay they've all been pg except soul yeah and that's what i i I've talked about this a little bit. I think Pixar is starting to try to make like an adult uh, studio, like an adult realm of like the PG-13 movies where they can explore a little bit Mm -hmm. stronger messages and stuff like that. Because like we talked about, we're, we're the young end of the Pixar generation. Mm -hmm. Like people in their thirties are the ones who started with the Pixar movie. Like we're in middle school when the Pixar movie started coming out and so, like, we're all adults now, and we have this huge love for Pixar, mm-hmm. and they don't want to just keep giving us, like, shitty little princess movies all the time. Right. They're wanting to give us movies that we can still connect with, and mm-hmm. I love that side of it. Yeah. And so, I think what I'm saying is, like, I think Lightyear's going to be good. I think it's something that I have grown out of, and I'll get a little enjoyment of it, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm just now so attached to the idea of this mature pixar Mm -hmm. 
then I will be disappointed if this is not mature Pixar, which I get is unfair if they're not trying to make this the mature one. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> just because they're making some mature stuff doesn't mean it all has to be mature. Exactly, yeah. And so I get that it's mm-hmm. unfair. I think it's just going to be so, like, I'm, I'm mildly excited for it. Mm-hmm. It'll be a fun little Pixar movie. Let me, let me, let me throw a couple of counterpoints at you real quick here. Okay. One, let me, let me repeat my, my little one sentence pitch to you here. Star Wars plus the, plus the Martian sci-fi action movie. <laughs> Which are you yes, not sold already? <laughs> I I think it would be great with not a whole lot of depth. <laughs> Second point: The Incredibles is just a superhero movie with a lot to say. That's true. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's a fun, dumb superhero action movie, but it's so not. Yeah, it's uh, one of the most compelling movies of the past two decades. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I I'm. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. There's like you said there like I'm I'm not quite that the the bottom level of you when you saw the first trailer like obviously mm-hmm. there's nothing that's going to offend my sensibilities. Sure. Um and I I I think it'll look good. I'm just not super super hyped for it. Okay. Mostly cuz I don't have energy or money to be super super hyped about a whole lot of movies while uh, Batman is still not out yet. <laughs> all of my energy is going to that movie that's fair and if it's a disappointment i will throw myself into the sea matt is shaking you just started talking about batman and i've (laughs) I've got the the theme going through my head oh Oh, man all right what's next what are the other uh Uh, we should talk about the other trailer jurassic Jurassic world dominion or as i should say mission impossible (laughs) seven apparently (laughs) because There were like multiple set pieces in that that were just right out of Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, right? really? The motorcycle through the European city. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the Is Mission the, Impossible Seven or Six Fallout. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the like the airplane through the snowy mountains and there's a, yep. a air. Tra- oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, I said after they released sort of that little um the opening clip. I was that I was pretty excited for this movie because I saw some interesting directions they could go or it's more of like a ask some interesting questions and boy did they just go bigger and dumber yeah. or at least so it looks it my initial thoughts at the end of the trailer were boy that is a fantastic minute and then it's just a bland minute yeah like the first half of it was just like the dinosaurs running in these open like nature these big landscape shots yeah and it looks so cool and like the music and like Mm -hmm. the voiceover and everything just made it seem like it was going to be such a surreal and slower movie like the sort of thing you could imagine chloe Zhao should have done yeah and like and honestly i got like kind of a planet earth vibe from it Mm mm-hmm That'd be so cool. Which would be so awesome. And I was like, I'm getting really excited for this. Like, it seems like they're going to go a lot of, like, really heavy themes about what nature is. Maybe, like, mm-hmm. some, like, instinctual things and learn a lot. Of, like, explore some really cool shit. Bring in David Attenborough. Yeah. Like, and then it just, <laughs> it it wasn't immediate, but it declined very quickly into yeah. the just, like, they even said it. Why always got go, why are they, why do they always got to go bigger? Is that the same Andromeda's Rex or whatever? Or is this a new... <laughs> I don't know. Like... There's a there's a brief shot of B.D. Wong looking suspicious as balls with some long hair in there. And I kind of think he's gone like full madman god conqueror and is just throwing dinosaurs into the universe. <laughs> like, 
the you know the whole the whole humanity's evil and we've got to end them spiel that we've seen in half the Godzilla movies and yeah. just all that nonsense. I oh, man, it hooked me from the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it just like yanked the hook out. Yeah, real hard. It hurts, doesn't My it? My jaw hurts so yeah. bad. Like I don't care about this movie now. Yeah, like they made me. I've never had that happen mm-hmm. in one trailer where I, cause I was like going at this apathetically. Cause like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, maybe yeah. it'll be a fine movie. Fair. And they were like, oh, this is going to be a great movie. Nah, it's going to be a trash movie. <laughs> and that's just the movie itself. Yeah. And I want to also talk about like, so they're like the epic conclusion to the Jurassic saga. Is it? One, is it? <laughs> Which? I have something that'll segue out of that later, but let's explore both options. Yes and no. Okay. Yes. This is the, if this is the end, Mm -hmm. how are they going to end it? The dinosaurs win. Then it, that makes no sense. That's a terrible message. I feel like this this (laughs) franchise has not set itself up to make a compelling message at the end with the dinosaurs winning. No. And it has not set itself up with a satisfying reason for the humans to win. Yeah. There is no good way for this franchise to end. No. The first movie should have been it. There should not have been a second through a fifth movie. They have just written themselves into a chaotic ether of (laughs) confusing morals and no real direction. Yep. Also, do you remember the end of Fallen Kingdom? Where... The little clone girl that's been in two movies pressed the button and all of the dinosaurs, all like 12 of them walked out into the wild. And now all 12 of those dinosaurs like have conquered the entire planet or something, according to this movie. Wait, what? So you remember the end of Fallen Kingdom, right? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a forgettable movie. So they're all in the they're all in the mansion, right? At the end. Um, oh, yes. There's like the Toby Jones is selling dinosaurs yeah, to people. Yeah, like the auction. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the dinosaurs are all going to die. They're all being gassed or something. And then the girl presses the button to open the door and they all run free into the night. Right. Uh, and this is why there's dinosaurs out in the world right now. There was like 12 dinosaurs that ran out that door. And now there's a billion everywhere. Why are they ruling the world? Why are there dinosaurs in the... Chris Pratt looks like he's older, so they may have like, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's a substantial time jump. Yeah, this is. I mean, the best I can come up with is I go back to B.D. Wong as evil conqueror of the world with dinosaurs. So, which I'm here for. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not this franchise. This franchise isn't. There is no this franchise. No. Um. So that's the first. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry to sidetrack you there. The second possibility is this isn't the end, which one bullshit lying in a trailer and saying this is the end. Yeah. What next? I mean, we all know the obvious next step is space dinosaurs, (laughs) which what the? (laughs) There is no way like they have at least tried with every single movie to have some sort of like provocative statement on nature versus Mm -hmm. nurture and like uh creating life like value Mm -hmm. of life and stuff like that like they use the word life a lot yeah there is no way they can convince me that there is any provocative message if they go into space dinosaurs because that is just so obtusely outside of reality 
I hear you. <laughs> I acknowledge your point. Alien crossover. Oh my god! <laughs> How cool would it be? Like the humans are, are the like. Same, is it the same? No. No, it's not. No, aliens Fox of so Disney now, which technically means that the Xenomorph Queen in Aliens Two is a Disney princess. Oh, that's right. I remember hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this is Universal. That's right. No, let me let me just pitch this to you. End of Dominion. The dinosaurs win. The humans flee to the mountains and build spaceships and fly off into space. A Velociraptor gets into one of them through a complicated series of shenanigans and then a face hugger lands on the velociraptor and we get like a velociraptor xenomorph hybrid just tearing through people on this spaceship do not want it (laughs) i've never wanted anything more in my life (laughs) there's just no future for this franchise and there's no present for this franchise yeah that's it that's all i gotta say yeah this franchise is is so beyond the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to see it. I'll see it. I'll see it if it's free somewhere. Fair. Or if we end up doing the AMC movie pass and right. go see it for free. I'm not going to spend money on it. Yeah. It's just like, how have the numbers been doing for the Like, did the last one make a lot of money? Decent amount. Yeah. Was it? did people like it i liked it most people didn't i feel like i don't remember so much about it i did see it twice which helps yeah yeah but um no you you liked it you came out of it liking it did i yeah oh shit i hate my brain (laughs) we can go back and listen to our review all right maybe i should watch it again yeah i don't know i just like (sighs) they've set themselves up for failure oh yeah hardcore so who 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 knows how that's gonna go yeah you know i'll probably love it because my opinion on things are not subject to um consistency <laughs> Never that's for sure been. nope <laughs> um but that's that's that one any yeah. other thoughts on that this is it kind of feels like the star wars sequel trilogy of yeah. of dinosaur movies there's not a coherent vision and yeah it's just kind of the last one's going to be oh we'll bring back all the all the old cast members and do all the old references and it's just going to be a madhouse yeah speaking of star wars there's a, a report out this week that apparently they're developing a or at least tossing around the idea for a trilogy set after the sequel trilogy i mean we all knew this was coming yeah nice to actually have some confirmation that they're at least thinking about that confirm our worst fears what are they gonna do uh like the 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 skywalker saga they named the thing Mm -hmm. which means they can't add anything to it sure they can she's ray skywalker now and she's got to go train a whole new generation of the the skywalker saga but she's ray skywalker now she's got to no one does Maybe we just get a hard reset on like a very future and like it's just new shit. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. that. That's why Mandalorian is so good. Yeah. Is because it's so detached from everything. It doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. part of everything. Like Mm -hmm. they bring in the Luke Skywalker for a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get it. But like, it's just, he's a good character and he's just on his own. Yeah. But like, Everything else has got to be so just intertwined with the original trilogy in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't get away from it. 
make your own get your own make your own lane and then stay in it yeah if we had any progress on the ryan johnson trilogy probably not. You know anything about that not uh, really what's he okay. been doing he's been working on um knives out too so i can't imagine yeah. he's spending any time on yeah oh it turns out one of kaylin's friends uh works on the dungeons and dragons movie oh which is filming in canada apparently uh she's a pa for it which is means she gets coffee for people right um uh, but that means she is in somewhat near location of chris mckay Ooh. who should be making my nightwing movie oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch warner brothers <laughs> so i told her next time she's talking to india to be like hey yell at chris mckay and say hey my friend's fiance boyfriend whatever i am at that point Mm -hmm. uh wants you to get back to working on your nightwing movie and maybe that'll do it you know i'm sure that'll be the the straw that'll break uh, the proverbial mckay's back mckay's back a uh third degree of separation from a coffee grabber on a movie that you're being told to make Mm -hmm. that'll do it whole lot of weight there oh yeah <laughs> uh, honestly no you, guys, we... you have to do it more subtly just wear a nightwing t-shirt to the set um <laughs> draw the logo well, on his coffee cups yeah <laughs> i doubt she's getting the coffee for him no probably not um uh, we t- we've talked about the dungeon the dragons movie right a little bit we have acknowledged that it exists i want to acknowledge that i put the wrong words with the wrong inflections I hate that it's happening because mm-hmm. it 100% defeats the purpose of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Like calling it Dungeons and Dragons is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the, what we've, uh, next week in the Watchmen Up Tos, I've been watching the Vox Machina show, mm-hmm. which is based on the critical role season one ca- or campaign one, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because it's not claiming to be Dungeons and Dragons. Right. It's following the story. Yeah. The, it's a difference. The only way I could see them making something coherent and interesting out of this would be if they kind of Lego movied it and they did some sort of like oh, right. meta logic to yeah. it where it's like it's it's outside the game and it's inside the game. Yeah. And that could be kind of fun. Like there's a lot of funny like. Holy shit. I may have not 180, but like 163 to myself. <laughs> There are a lot of really funny and stupid quirks about the game. Mm -hmm. And it would be interesting to see if they do something like that meta. Mm -hmm. um, Where it's kids playing the game and then it's following the characters and stuff like that. Sure, Like, there's so many funny ways that it could happen. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a joke in the Vox Machina show because in campaign one, it's like, I want to pick, I want to lock pick. We pick the lock of this door. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, roll for it. Rolling terribly every time. And it's this guy who should be really good at picking locks. And he's just sitting at the door like doors. Like they just can't break. And like, it's a, rep- it's a recurring thing that happened during that campaign. when they were playing that they just doors would stop them. And so like, they put that in the show where it's just like, everyone gets stuck by doors all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic and stuff like that, where it's just like something that should be so easy. You have the giant Goliath barbarian who should really easily be able to like kick in a, uh, kick in a door, mm-hmm. rolls a two on it, stubs his toe on a door, like stupid <laughs> shit like that. And I think like yeah. if it, I think the meta thing is the only way to make it approachable. Yep. 163 to myself. 163 is prime by the and way chris mckay did the lego bat or the yeah lego batman movie yeah so he's kind of got that vibe of like that meta utilizing sure. the quirks of yeah the 
base tools of the universe. Mm-hmm. Really weird way to say that. Really weird, but I kind of get the yeah, I get the point. Yeah. Holy shit! There could be something there. This might be good. <laughs> it probably won't be. It's not his passion project, and that's always kind of like a yellow flag. A no, bit. yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Everyone's passion project usually does pretty well, unless you're Zack Snyder. Probably, I have some good counterpoints for that, but I don't know what they are. Yeah, wasn't Sucker Punch's passion project? I heard that was pretty bad. I haven't seen it. Can't wow. comment. What news are we talking about? Uh, let's see. I had some other stuff. Oh, we do know. I, okay, you know what? I can tie this into news. They've, do it. They've done D and D. Uh, released some news about D and D. They've done D. Dungeons and Drag. Like we have casts and everything. Oh yeah, we've had that for we've months. Been that we've for been talking about. That. I remember seeing something recently. Movie, not the two thousand movie. I didn't know that existed. Oh golly, that's probably gonna be horrible i'm sure oh there's supposed to be a dungeons and dragons tv show Mm. that sounds horrible yikes uh other news uh we got a uh dc movies little super cut yeah a little little minute long snippet yeah we got uh, a little more footage Mm -hmm. uh specifically of oh so we got our first clips of the new aquaman movie Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just him being dramatic and someone else being dramatic. Could have been B-roll footage from the first one. No, it couldn't have been yeah. B-roll, but like... Uh, we also got a little more footage of the Black Adam movie. Mm-hmm. Couple of clips there. looks super cool. We got a clip of all of the people doing their power. Uh, we yeah. We got a clip of Dr. Fate doing his powers, but we got him in and out of helmet, mm-hmm. which is... So it depends on the continuity of Dr. Fate, mm-hmm. if he can remove his helmet um, or wants to. Right. Uh, basically, the helmet itself is the Dr. Fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Nab- no- Nabu, N-A-B-U. Not to be confu- confused, confused with, with Nabu, yeah. N-A-B-O-O. Yeah. Um, and it needs a person to be on to be the Dr. Fate. That mm-hmm. person is uh, James Bond in this case, right? Uh, and so we'll see how they how they do that. They may just make it easy and say he is Doctor Fate, but the magic powers come from the helmet instead yeah. of trying to make the helmet have an, be another character, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll be fine with if you just need to simplify it. Sure. Um, that's people who watch movies are dumb on average. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, which is everyone. <laughs> everyone is dumb on average. Um. We get not a whole lot more of Black Adam, but we do get that they are going. They are using his actual like backstory from Fifty Two, where his backstory is that his kid was killed, mm-hmm. his son was killed, yes, and he's on basically a re- like it's kind of this muddled like revenge thing of like, sure. Um, uh, they were slaves, and his kid died, and he was like, I like. Um, I'm not gonna live in a country, or I, I'm gonna take over Kondok, and they will not be slave mm-hmm. driving. Blah blah blah. So he rules with an iron fist, kind of thing. Sure. Um, driven in, driven by trauma, genuine trauma. Mm-hmm. Which good. I, cool. That's a good one for him. Uh, we get Adam Smasher, smashing cities, <laughs> <laughs> running through. He's gonna be big. Uh, and we get uh, Hawkman showing his wings. Looks fine. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's nth metal. It's not actual wings that are on his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things that he can take off. So they looked metal and machinery, which yeah. is good. Good look, too. It wasn't like yes. kind of artificial looking like, say, the uh, Wonder Woman 84 wings. <laughs> uh, we got no more clips of the Batman movie. Nothing new. I feel like they didn't want to reveal any more of that. Yeah, they've um, given us plenty to go on there. We got three Ezra Millers. Yep, we've seen that already. Have we? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, there was a Flash teaser at uh, Fandom, right? Yes, I don't think we saw three Ezra Millers. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, we did. All right. Well, I just didn't remember that. Um, Did we get any new clips from that movie? Uh, I think so. Maybe. I don't remember the teaser very well, except there being three Ezra Millers. Yeah. Who do you think he's talking to when he says you win? Is it a fourth Ezra Miller or is it Grant Gustin? Uh, Michael. I bet it's Michael Keaton. That's true. We've been getting news about the Bad Girl movie. Yeah. It's been filming. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael Keaton's in it. So like, which they're doing what they needed to do Mm -hmm. forever ago. Um, the Batgirl movie has Michael Keaton. This Flash movie is going to do the whole multiverse thing. And they're just keeping all of these movies in separate universes and not trying to make them all clash. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll get, like, if they just bide their time, just mm-hmm. continue making these good movies, Batgirl with, uh, like, with Michael Keaton. It's its own universe, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The Flash goes and sees that there's the multiverse cool. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just use the fact that Marvel is explaining this to everybody in their own way. Absolutely. And you can just do your own thing. Make good movies. Establish more characters. Maybe do a better Crisis on Infinite Earths. That may be the thing we do. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't really know what Marvel's going to do if they're going to do... Uh, because, like, we know they're kind of, like, next steps or, like, you know, mm-hmm. Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Secret Wars? Secret Invasion? Secret Wars. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Damn it. Uh, like, these are, like, kind of coming up soon, but it's not going to be the next saga. Like, we, like, Kang the Conqueror may not be the big final bad guy at the end of these next 24 movies. Hope so. Um, I mean, he's cool, but. He is, yeah. But he, he may be, like, the stage one. For Mephisto. For Mephisto. It's always Mephisto. Um, maybe they're not going to do a Christ on Infinite Earths type of thing. Like mm-hmm. they may do something where they have like all these different universes and versions or something like that. But mm-hmm. like uh, they don't have Crisis on Infinite Earths. Right. Which was a industry defining event in the comics. Yeah. And like. Catastrophe on limitless worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, one, don't do it now because you need to build your worlds. Absolutely. Two, let the world forget that the CW fucked it up. <laughs> Who cares? CW doesn't exist. That's true. Uh, did you know the CW always loses money? I didn't. It has never in its existence made money. No, like, is that like come out from a come out with a profit? Is that like movie accounting? Never made a profit or just like actually not a profitable. It does not station. make profit. There okay. is like all the shows take so much, like there's more mm-hmm. expense than revenue. Fun. And it's, I can't remember the explanation behind it. It's like basically the company that owns them 
which I believe is probably Warner. It's got to be. Must be. Or tangential. Uh, it's just, it's movies, or it's shows, and it, like, ad revenue and stuff like that. Like, it's, I don't know, like, the reason behind it. Maybe it's a money laundering thing. <laughs> probably. Uh, but yeah, no, it's never made a profit for the company that owns the CW mm-hmm. from the beginning of its existence. Uh, also, did you know that AT&T, Comcast, Warner, whatever, is all is kind of splitting a little bit? Yeah, they're doing like uh, two divisions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of antitrusted a little bit. Yep. Hey, look at Disney. <laughs> stop it with like, stop attacking AT- although AT&T is it's pretty big. Pretty and big. They, they also do like a more diverse yes. spectrum of things. Yes, they are a telecommunications company first foremost and now also contain a very vast entertainment thing. Anyway, um, anyway. so yeah, that's happening. Mm-hmm uh anything else uh the menu is leaving netflix yes at the end of the month yes um theories one it could go to disney i mean the rights are reverting to disney so the question is what they'll do with it um there are theories that since they uh since disney owns controlling interest of hulu Mm -hmm. they'll send it there to keep the family friendly vibe of disney plus Mm -hmm. um which uh, it's, it'd be a little annoying if they did that. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Oh, because I'm going to have to deal with ads. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. That'd be frustrating. But also, I feel like it's such a popular thing. Nope. I, I was about to talk myself in one direction and completely. It's such a popular thing. They may put it in Hulu to drive more people to, like, drive subscription services. Mm. Subscriptions to Hulu. I was going to say, now that they've started bringing those elements into the disney plus stuff it might make sense for them to be like hey you're wondering about the the large man in the hawaiian shirt check out his uh, his origin story shirt and actually being a good character yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, man what are the chances we get another season of one of those um cage is incomplete sort of like, there yeah. needs to be a wrap-up. Iron Fist probably needs a pretty good wrap-up. We could do a lot more with the where they left off with Iron Fist. Yeah. With yeah. Jessica Jones, they've been pretty well self-contained. Yeah, I think Jessica Jones is a kind of a good stopping point where it's at. Daredevils definitely could stop. Yeah, they could end right there. Yeah, I mean, I would be a little surprised if they just picked up the continuity and continued, but they could definitely do, like, a Heroes for Hire or something. Yeah. Just to, you know get iron Fist and luke cage out there in the universe yeah. again and play with them um and then you can do little bits with the other characters kind of popping yeah. in and stuff or i just think that if they tried to do they i want them to not try to do daredevil yeah. until they can prove that they can do real gritty yeah um which uh another tiny little bit of news um ryan reynolds put either tweeted or put on his uh bio uh disney here i come 2023 or something mm. and so and something like i think it specifically says deadpool mm-hmm. and so Which, we'll see yeah i mean everything that we have heard since they acquired fox has been that they're intending to make another deadpool they're intending to make another deadpool that Rated R. conforms to the spirit of the first sale right. yeah which like seriously and this this applies this lo- looking back at our pixar conversation 
Disney needs to adapt and be a little bit more mature. If they're going to acquire mm-hmm. this much entertainment, mm-hmm. Disneyfying it, all of it will not work for them. No. They will lose so much faith. Yeah. And their audience will continue to be children. Yep. Which was never really their audience. I mean, it wasn't like the 40s when they were making Snow White. Well, they made Disney World. Like when he made Disney World, mm-hmm. it wasn't a kid's thing. It was yeah. like a family thing. Yeah. Um, and so like, I guess family friendly mm-hmm. is always like implying for children. Right. But, you know, with how many people aren't wanting kids when they're getting older, the average age of humans is going up because people don't want kids anymore. They got to mm-hmm. adapt. We don't want family friendly. If I'm a 27 and 25 year old married couple mm-hmm. who don't want kids, we want to watch man slam his face into spike. I don't actually want to watch that. It's the worst scene in all of the daredevil show. Worse than the head smashing car door. Yeah. Which I guess they don't show, but the, the show. sound is worse. The sound is bad, but like, yeah, the eye thing hmm. that killed it for Kaylin. She never watched past it. Yep. No, she no. It was the it was the head door slam thing. Yeah, that's the one. That I'll uh, it. I have something for that, but I'll get into it in the next episode. Oh, you watching Daredevil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I th- I mean, there's been other news. I've seen yeah, other. Yeah, uh, I have a, I have a couple other things. Um, Vanity Fair had an exclusive inside article on the new Lord of the Rings show. There's a few new stills out from that and a little more plot details. Okay. Oh, I've got other newses. I got video game newses to cover. So okay. keep talking. I'm starting to get a little worried about this show. Um, mm-hmm. I was always like kind of cautiously optimistic. You know, they're throwing a lot of money at it or making a lot of the right noises about respecting the source material. Yeah. Um, it's really starting to feel like they're just trying to do Game of Thrones but in a universe with Tolkien's labels on things, um, mm. a lot of complexity. And um, they, one thing that uh, some fan, some sharp eyed fans noticed um, and that has some people worried is they hired an intimacy coordinate coordinator for uh, sex, scenes? sex scenes, which is not I mean, a Tolkien thing. I have no problem with sex scenes and in, in stuff, but that's not Tolkien. Yeah, it's not really respecting Tolkien's vision. There are some positive sides. Um, they, uh, the the showrunner, or um, maybe it was J.A. Bayona who's directing the first couple of episodes. Imagine explaining your career if you're an intimacy coordinator. What drives <laughs> you into that career? Like, and how uh, closely are you to a porn director? You, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a failed porn star? You think that's a thing? I don't know. Because like, this is about to be a really weird thing for us to talk about. It's, it's a good thing we're not a family-friendly podcast <laughs> and never claim to be. Porn and movie fil- movie sex are very different things. They are? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's every aspect of what makes them the thing. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's crossover between those two. No, probably like, not. What? Probably it's Who like was the uh, first one to come up with this idea. I'm going to make my career to be the one that ex- that shows you how uh, to like the choreographs sex scenes. It's probably some HR person had to make a just the, the wildest lateral move of their career <laughs> after Me Too started. <laughs> just like, yeah, some assistant HR director was approached by the studio like, 
So how do you feel about sex? <laughs> <laughs> she immediately goes, uh, I'm going to go to HR about that. That's a weird question. <laughs> Wait, I am I HR. Am HR <laughs> no, I, I, um, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, you know, sex therapists or something. Getting Maybe. Into it. I don't know. We dwelled too much on that. This whole is, thing. that was a real weird little tangent there. Uh, Some positives coming, coming out of this whole discussion though. Um, the, uh, I think it was J.A. Bayona in there had a nice little paragraph where he talked about kind of the spirit of the original books, um, where it's not like the big grand heroic climax of the world or like the the big epic battle or something. It's more characters kind of picking their way through a landscape that has been brutalized by thousands of years of war and torment. And this is just them rooting out that last little bit of evil. Mm -hmm. Um, And he talks about trying to capture kind of that same sensibility because this happens after uh, Morgoth has done his old thing. Um, And so Sauron is kind of the remaining guy. And so he wants to place this new story in a world that has been ravaged by that war. They think they've solved everything, but then maybe they haven't. And young Galadriel, who's like swinging swords at people apparently now. Um, that was about my reaction. And I've kind of come back around on it. Um, my reaction is kind of squinting and... Uh, he's got his fingertips all together. Got my fingertips together and I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, so here's the thing about... Cameras again. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing about that, though. Um, Galadriel in the the book and in the, the original movies is like terrifying but in sort of like an otherworldly um she has seen everything and knows everything Mm -hmm. young galadriel has to have had some actual experiences in the world um be a little weird for her to have always been sort of this all-knowing god i mean it's kind of interesting to see sort of that progression i guess or at least one of the steps along that progression from basically normal person to all knowing. And that's, I mean, that's kind of something interesting with the, um, just the elves in general is their curses. They don't die. And so they do kind of just generally fade and become less human and, um, less sort of attached to the world. Um, so I don't know. There might be something there. It might also just be that we're going to do game of Thrones, but Galadriel's in it. You liked her, right? She was cool. But also what game of Thrones? Like season one Game of Thrones or season seven Game of Thrones? <laughs> Those are wildly different shows. Oh no. Um well there are some superficially similar superficial similarities to be drawn between uh this and season seven Game of Thrones, where they have very loose outline of what the story is, but <laughs> <laughs> don't necessarily have all the details filled in, nice tight source material to adapt from. Um one thing they're doing is they're compressing uh several hundred years worth of timeline into a pretty short span, which is more of a practical decision because a lot of the story of Sauron's rise and the forging of the rings takes place over such a long period of time that the human characters are mostly irrelevant. Yeah. You know, you've just got them dying off and new ones appearing every hundred years or so. Yeah. Um, so you need to compress everything. Um, It'd be fun to watch a Sean Bean character come in in one episode. He goes from being like this spunky 20 year old <laughs> And then at the end of the episode, he dies of old age. Like in one episode, it spans like a hundred years. It'd be really interesting to just do a show from like an immortal's perspective like that. Yeah. 
and it's set in the mortal world. And by the end of the year, like these humans don't matter. Anytime a human comes into like, like I'm going to be the next hero. And you're like, cool. I've seen six of you come and die and do nothing. There's a, there's a concept there. There's a concept. I'm going to write that down in a little, little note, little note that I have going on. Watch them do that really well. And you're like, all right, delete that. Great. <laughs> Good for them. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, there's some uproar about, um, uh ethnicities of characters there's a um i think a latino elf and a black dwarf woman um which i don't have a problem with per se but i'm trying to dance around us without sounding too racist oh my god (laughs) like it would have been a little weird if aragorn were black in the lord of the rings movies right like, I would have loved to see Idris Elba Aragorn. If it was just him, yeah. But, like, if if they were a diverse, full cast, it'd be less weird. Sort of. But, like, Tolkien set out to write a mythology of the English-speaking peoples. This is supposed to be, like, yeah, England. It's a little weird to get more into that, I guess. I don't know. It just, it feels like they're thinking about concerns other than the depth of the world i mean you kind of have to do that yeah in i mean reality. Like that's, if they did, that's what they're stuck against if yeah they did all white people and then people like screened at them and be like but the characters are all white mm-hmm. and then they, no one people wouldn't listen to that you get a small crowd of people who kind of understand it but like yeah you you would get too much flack and yeah it's Amazon. There's nothing to be gained from it. Yeah. They're going to be pretty risk averse with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Mm. And I mean, yeah, like get the best person for the job. Who cares what color yeah. their skin is, but I don't know. We'll just, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm getting progressively less optimistic, but I imagine we'll get a trailer soon. Maybe even Super Bowl. We get a trailer. Oh, yeah. That'd be possible. Shit. Those are happening. All right. Is that all for that one? That's all I got. Okay. Uh, so uh, Nintendo Direct happened. Okay. Um, we are getting the Assassin's Creed Ezio trilogy on uh, the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> which Ubisoft is really milking the, the Ezio trilogy because they can't quite seem to nail it again. Boy, we really got a thing today going about just trying to milk that one trilogy that was really successful because you <laughs> well, can't have any other good ideas. Except it's not like they're making more of it. Like yeah. they're using the same and every time they do it, they like they improve it because they have new technology and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. the thing that's happening. Um, they just gave us the have you seen the full have we talked about the full Mario cast? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Uh, Toad is played by Keegan-Michael Key. Huh. Um, Bowser is played by Jack Black. Okay. Uh, Peach is played by. Oh shit! Who was it? It's probably Zendaya. She's in everything now. Oh, uh, god damn it! It's not Anya Taylor Joy. She's also in everything now. She is also in everything now. Who was it? If Zendaya and Anya Taylor Joy were both in a movie together, it would probably just like explode the universe or something. <laughs> Mario cast. Not cat. Whoops. Not Mario Kart. <laughs> That's the logical. Oh, it is Anya Taylor Joy. Look at me go. <laughs> Charlie Day plays Luigi. Okay. Uh, Seth Rogen plays Donkey Kong. Huh. 
because Donkey Kong's in it, apparently. Uh, yeah, uh, trivial. I mean, Fred Am- uh, Fred Armisen is in it, but he's Cranky Kong. I don't know what that's about. Who knows? It's going to be bad, and we all know it. Um, Yay. The other thing is that they have they're releasing um, Wii Sports, but it's going to be Switch Sports on the Switch. Is it all about Bo Jackson and he switches sports from baseball to football and back and forth? What? what? Are you familiar with Bo Jackson? I know Bo Jack Horseman. Wrong guy. Uh, Bo Jackson was a professional football and baseball player in the late 80s and early 90s and was like really good at both. Oh, Kyler Murray? Like good enough to be an all-star in both of them. Not good enough to just get drafted in both of them. You get someone every year that's drafted in two sports. But like he's one of the one of the few to play both professionally at a really high level. Gotcha. So I don't know him, Uh, but (laughs) they're getting Wii Sports. Which, I, on a Switch. Hmm. And I don't really know how that's going to work. Because, like, it, the sports games, my personal favorite was sports, Wii Sports Resort. Right. Which was the better version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played that in physics class a little bit. They're AP about physics. the motion. Mm-hmm. And the doing the things. Yeah. But we'd... the Switch isn't about that. It's about the analog sticks and the buttons. Yeah. We got, we learned a really cool little lesson in AP Physics about torque because he was like, here, play the, the fencing game in here. And it's like, it doesn't feel quite natural, right? You just kind of swing it around. Yeah. And so he's like, here, hold a yardstick. That's what it should feel like, right? Because yeah. you've got the torque of the whole lever. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Fun little so hands-on example there. you know, just milking the things that are good. Uh, big news that's been coming out. So, okay, let me talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla for a little bit. Okay, I'm going to lay down, take a nap. Uh, when they released Valhalla, get up. <laughs> <laughs> when they released Valhalla, they were like, all right, this is going to be, we're going to stop doing these yearly or bi-yearly releases of new games and stuff. What we're going to do is Valhalla is going to be the base game for a lot of like add-ons and we're going to expand this game and stuff mm-hmm. like that we're gonna and they said they compared it to gta 5 which gta 5 is working really well because it's rockstar rockstar rocksteady rockstar shit one of them did the arkham series the other one did uh red dead and <laughs> uh gta rocksteady did arkham you're certain about that? Yes. Okay, cool. So Rockstar. It's Rockstar. Okay, you don't know. I'm actually pretty certain. Okay. So Rockstar, they're really good at it and they like and GTA 5 has been just getting developed and mm-hmm. more stuff and it's really good and people are still loving GTA 5. They are, they have they have confirmed, another bit of news. They have confirmed that they're working on the next GTA. About time. So GTA 5 is like 10 years old almost. That's nuts. It is nuts. For a game to be like still like, I mean, and same thing as so uh, Skyrim mm-hmm. is also 11 years old, but there's, we've known for a while they're working on yeah. Oscar six. Um, so they were like, yeah, we're going to make Valhalla like GTA five. And so I, we bought people bought Valhalla and a lot of people bought the season pass and the season pass 
set. It includes a few gear sets and then the uh, Siege of Paris expansion and the Druids, I think, expansion. Mm-hmm. Like two expansions. DLCs, essentially. And right. all previous Assassin's Creed games have had two DLCs. So we're like, ah, oh, season pass. It's going to be the same thing. We're going to get them all. So we got that, and then they were like talking about how Valhalla is going to be. So we got the game and the the season pass, and then they started talking about how they're going to make it this big, expansive thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea where we're <coughs> going with this? No. They're talking about season pass two, uh-huh. which is pissing so many people off because we got the game and the season pass under the implication based on everything they've ever done that the season pass, because the season pass, you can buy the DLCs separately. Sure. They're like $20 each or whatever, like $23 each. The season pass is like $25. Mm-hmm. So you get them all, you get it a lot cheaper. We are all under the assumption that this, and like in the season pass from the beginning, it said includes blank, blank, blank. Mm-hmm. And so like people are like, Ubisoft, what the f- you knew you were going to shaft us from the beginning because you like lined it out, mm-hmm. carefully chose when you're going to talk about things. Mm-hmm. So that now we're looking at this going, so I have to spend more money when it was like, I bought the edition at the beginning so that I wouldn't have to spend more money. You're like, you're greedy and everyone's pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And so they've been working on this new expansion, uh, following a side character. So you're a, a Viking right. who is just doing your own shit. people. And you've got a friend who is a member of the Assassin's Brotherhood. It's okay. a side character. And so what they were doing, they were working on his, his name is Basim. 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 Whatever you call him. Uh, Basim. Uh, There's a chestnut grandmaster named that. What? I mean Basim. Oh, nice. From Egypt. That's his first name in the game. Uh, so he's an assassin. They were building an expansion centered on him. Like you would play him. Mm-hmm. And I think they're backing themselves out of this grave that they massively dug themselves because they've announced that they're moving that expansion into a standalone smaller scale game uh-huh. uh, that is it's going to be it's going to be smaller scale following him and also really stealth based because i think like they're i think ubisoft realized all the mistakes they've made with valhalla mm-hmm. um People still love Valhalla. I don't understand how. They've been... They're in an absurd number of title updates because they had to fix the game a billion times. (laughs) Um, And I think a lot of people aren't happy. I'm not happy that the game was so unstealthy and just didn't work. And it's an Assassin's Creed game where they've spent so much time like... uh, expanding on the stealth mechanics of video games like Mm -hmm. they're one of like kind of the innovators of it Mm -hmm. and so i think they're kind of backing out of this whole thing and they're like all right uh well we don't have a game under development or like close to being done so we're just gonna make this a little game to buy us some time yeah um and it's just like i don't know i i think it's gonna i'm excited I am cautiously excited that we're going to get a stealth-centered game because mm-hmm. that's what I've been wanting and one that's about an established assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're calling the last three games the Ancient Egypt, Ancient Greece, and Ancient England, <laughs> uh, the Viking era. <laughs> they're calling that like the Ancient Trilogy, okay? which means because they don't really have 
a whole lot else to do. They've gone so far back, like yeah, that they could do other ancients like ancient China, but like they didn't Mesopotamia. They've established that the people they need important are not like in right. That. Uh, like there is nothing you can go back. The ancient Egypt was about the first assassins. Then they went further back to ancient Greece about a person who's not an assassin, not even remotely close to the assassins, Mm -hmm. but they're just focusing on this whole other thing. Anyway, I stop ranting. Uh, so they're making a new game. They're kind of backing out of everything. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it develops, but Ubisoft needs to stop being so damn greedy. (laughs) People are like, it's pissing so many people off. Uh, they won't be. They won't be. No, but reacting to incentives. Yep. That's all the gaming news that I've heard recently. Good. That just went in one year, not the other. We do. They do have confirmed. Huh? They have confirmed that a third Red Dead is will be made. They're not. I think he's dead already at this point. <laughs> I mean, he was dead in the first one. Red, Red Dead. Red, Red was dead, and now Red's really dead. Now it's Red Dead, Dead, Dead Three. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Dead, Dead. Shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and most other places fine podcasts are sold. Uh, not SoundCloud? Not SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. I can't believe we're still doing that bit, but we are. Uh, we're on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, at Just Us Losers Pod. Instagram, that same handle, at Just Us Losers Pod. There's not a lot going on there right now, but you might want to just give those things a follow because we, we've got some plans. Some groundwork is beginning to be thought about the method in which we'll lay it. That was kind of a weird sequence of words, but I think you understood what I meant. Um... Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com, where if you want to tell me uh, 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 how you can cross over Mission Impossible, Jurassic World, and the Alien franchise, I would love to hear it. I want to I hear that pitch. Um, I want to read that full script, honestly. So send it to justusloserspod at gmail.com. Uh, stay tuned next week. Um, we got a little tease of it, but I'm going to talk about Daredevil just a little bit. Um, probably just going to be like four hours of me talking about daredevil because i can't get over that show um we'll get into some other stuff as well it'll be a good time it'll be fun uh and then yeah uh stay tuned we've got batman tickets already we are massively hyped for it so uh that discussion will be coming down the pike um whenever we actually get to go see that so things to look forward to I think that's everything I'm supposed to say. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.